everyone. It's been a while that GFT has been gone, but thanks for coming back. Before you listen to this episode, I just want to let you know we had a couple of audio problems due to the guest actually being in the room with Leah and not being able to have a splitter for the headphones. So because she had to have the speakers going, I couldn't talk much. So the audio is a little funky. I don't, you don't hear me often, but I am there. So you will hear sort of a little muffle, but you'll hear me more towards the end. So with that, welcome back to another episode of GFT. We hope you like it. This is our episode of Cosplay with Family. Thank you. and welcome to Geek Family Therapy. We've been gone for a very long time and we are back. We're totally back. I'm so sorry. This is totally my fault. Guys, I'm, well, we are both working on our education. We're following up on our education. I'm following up to get my MBA. Kat's getting her PhD. We're all being like super duper extra educated, which if you all remember what your college years were like, or if you're currently in your college years, you understand that you run out of time to do anything, let alone have a full-time job and podcast and cosplay and go to cons and pay your rent. So life has been a little bit difficult for all of us. But... We're back. We're live. We're here. And we have a special guest. Okay, so um, right now, we have a special guest. And it's actually one of Leah's friends. I'm going to let Leah actually run today's show. Um, Usually, I do a lot of the questions and talking and um, because this is Leah's friend, and we will talk and we'll get into why we decided to do our first episode as an interview. I guess. Well, we'll we'll talk about the survey we did. So we kind of realized we messed up our variables with doing this survey because we posted it on um, groups, a cosplay group. group. <laughs> yeah. So all of our people who participated uh, were cosplayers whose family who. Uh, got into relationships because of cosplay or whatever. So we asked, we did a a survey on cosplaying and families and if people felt that they were connected to their families or uh, brought apart from their families because of cosplay. And, um, and the logical answer was the answer that we got. If you were into cosplay, you're re- you're probably going to be hanging out with people who are into cosplay, which means your family's going to be into cosplay, whether they like it or not. So we're all into cosplay together. Yay. Yes. So, all right. So we, we kind of skewed the variables because we went in through the groups. Um, we may end up going, depending on how this, this year treats us and working the study live, um, but we're not going to really aim for that so because of that we decided to talk to some of our friends who cosplay we all know leah does which is part of the reason why leah disappears for long periods of time 
I'm so sorry. <laughs> to be fair, I went viral. Yay! <laughs> it was like my two seconds of fame. I don't get those very often, so I'm going to attach them all together until finally I get my 15 minutes. So, and to be fair, I got my 15 minutes of fame. My friend over here is on her like 72nd minute of fame, but whatever. I'm not jealous. I'm not salty at all. So let's bring in our guest. So that people yes. We're talking so, about. Hi. Hi. Everyone, this is Lizette. If you guys don't understand how much I love her, you can hear it in my voice. <laughs> it's a love hate relationship. Um, oh, and I will post the picture that got Leah her 15 seconds of fame on um, in the notes or on our webpage. I don't remember how to do it. I'll mess around with it. Somewhere. Um, but It'll it's be also here. on our Instagram. Yay. Yay. I got a whole 15 minutes. Yes. So this is Lizette. How are you, Lizette? I'm good. How are you? Good. This is this is gonna, this is going to be a mess. <laughs> so, to start our conversation, can you please introduce yourself to our lovely audience? Hi, my name is Lizette. I also go by the name Sailor Ecstasy Cosplay. Um, I am a cosplayer, and not only am I a cosplayer, I'm also a teacher. I am a personal trainer. I'm a Zumba instructor, and I'm a proud mother. Aww. Kill the audience. Aww. Aww. Okay. So, you are one of my best friends. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make the sound. <laughs> and I met you through cosplay, but I wasn't there when you started cosplay. So, when did you start and how? I officially started cosplaying in 2006. Um, one of my friends took me to this wonderful convention in North Carolina called Animazement. After begging and pleading with me, I was like, fine, I will go with you, whatever. When I went, I just brought like Halloween stuff with me because I don't know why I felt compelled to bring stuff with me. I didn't know anything about conventions, but when I went in and saw all the different, and back then it was 2006, so it was Naruto, uh, Bleach, uh, Street Fighter, all the different animes back then, I think my mind exploded um, right then and there. I was like, these people are dressing up as my favorite characters? Oh my God, I need to do this. So then the next con I went to, after I told my friends about it, they were like, oh, we know all about conventions. Why don't you come with us to Otacon, uh, which is, which was based in um, Baltimore, Maryland. And I went there and wore my very first cosplay, which was everything store-bought. <laughs> I cosplayed uh, Namine from Kingdom Hearts 2. And then I did my own version of Avisar uh, from Bleach and got the ball rolling from there. Ugh. First of all, you said Naruto with a Spanish accent. I'm going to laugh at you for that one. <laughs> I saw Naruto. <laughs> okay. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking with you, Sorry. 
but um so that's that's obviously really cool and that's really interesting so now that you've been in cos cosplay for let's see 2006 to 2018 count oh 12 12 years (laughs) oh yeah okay yeah so next time you're gonna do the bills I'll do the bills. Okay. Okay. Um. So for the past twelve I, I, years, ooh, what's your? What? What was the what, what was the question she asked? <laughs> She's asking when you switched from store bought. Oh, to actually making the costumes. Yeah. Yeah, I pay people. Um, I'm lazy. <laughs> um. So the answer to that question is no. I commission um, my other best friend slash seamstress slash um, sister um, Terry Ann. Um, she, I've been dealing with her since 2000 and I want to say, wait, when did I get pregnant? <laughs> I met, I met Terry Ann in 2010 through a mutual friend and it was a really difficult costume that I really wanted to do. A friend of mine suggested it. It was Fran from Final Fantasy 12 and he introduced me before, the year before, but I had lost contact. He reintroduced me to her. I talked to her, um, met up with her, and she hasn't got rid of me yet. So no matter what, if you become friends with me, there's no getting rid of me. <laughs> but she she normally has commissioned, I've commissioned all of my cosplays, including my wedding dress from her. So I'm really off, like really grateful. I try to still do things on my own. I can't sew, so I do store-bought things and make make it my own. But when um, I actually like throw all my paychecks at Terry Ann um, from Unre Designs, um, she makes all of my cosplays, and I'm very grateful to her. I think I've plugged her more than once <laughs> before. Um, and... No, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Terry Ann. I am very, very sorry because she is my senpai, and I did learn most of my techniques from monitoring her and how she handled um, cosplays. So she is actually everybody's senpai and she's probably the greatest of all time in my books. Um, Thank you. I will, post, uh, I will post the link in the notes. <laughs> awesome. She actually, she actually caters to mostly um, plus size women and, right. she, and she caters to the network of kawaii goth, which is like the weird part of, of, cuteness like mm-hmm. syringes with bows on it and eyeballs that are pastel because or reasons monster donuts yes yes and the mask that you have yeah i have several things <laughs> yeah she's amazing and because i'm short and i am thick and i am blessed <laughs> I, i'm very happy to have her in my life <laughs> and and leah <clears throat> <laughs> so we were talking, but we've been doing this for 12 years. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact that there is a, l- a little person yes. who likes me more than he likes you. Yes, this is true. <laughs> that has been in your life for at least half of those years. This is true. So let's talk about your baby. He's not a baby. I'll tell you that in a heartbeat. Your what? little man. Right. Um, my son, um, Kevin. Kevin was born in 2012, and ever since then, I've been excited to put him in costumes. 
<laughs> really excited. Um, I adore my son so much. He is the reason why I got my master's in special education. And he is the reason why I adore teaching children with special needs. He's also going to be the reason why I'm going back to school um, to continue my education working with children. Um, he is the love of my life. I don't, he is my partner in crime. He, why is that? Um, my son was diagnosed of being on the autism spectrum in the fall of 2013. Okay. So he was born in 2012. So right. this was a year later. Yeah. A year and a half later. Yeah. He was, um, he was found to be on the spectrum. Yes. So let's start with the definition of autism. The definition of autism in my mind and everyone's definition could be different. But for me, autism just means there's some developmental delays. It could be severe as like being nonverbal, non-responsive, um, no eye contact, huge sensory issues to being high functioning where child is smart off the charts, um, but still has some kind of quirks along the way. And where I feel like my son is and what he's been diagnosed at this point in his life, he's been diagnosed with being having a speech and language delay with being on the autism spectrum. So some things still set him off. Some things like um, if you talk to him in a loud voice, your tone of your voice will set him off. Certain foods he will not eat. He has aversions to loud noise. Who will cover his ears, like with hair dryers and loud trucks. Um, he doesn't. He gets scared really easily by bugs. But again, he's six. So um, some things that he didn't do at all when he was younger, um, he does now, and he's still developing as we speak. So his development has come a very long way. Yes, yes, very much so. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, about he was about 19 months old. Um, I first noticed this after he turned 12. After he turned one, count kind of months. As soon as he turned one, I noticed a lot of things. He was not talking. He wasn't giving me any cues. He wasn't saying hi and bye. He wasn't saying mama or dada. He wasn't asking for baba. Um, I also blame myself a little bit. Um, I never gave him food like I, like baby food at any point. So I also blame myself a little bit. Nutrition could play a factor. Who knows? But um, those are some of the things that I was noticed. He would grunt. He would bang his head. He would flap his his um, hands. Um, when he got really frustrated, he would really be really violent about it, like throwing things and just like I would just have to calm him down. Um, so... What I did was I went and I had to go behind um, my partner's back. Unfortunately, um, I got him evaluated. I said, there's nothing wrong with me just making sure that, you know, that there's nothing like there's nothing wrong with me just being doubly sure there's nothing wrong. You know, um, a lot of people was like the whole wait and see method. And I didn't feel that was right for him. Once I got him diagnosed, at the time he was diagnosed with being um, PPD-NOS, which was the old diagnosis. Um, basically, they couldn't put him exactly on the autism spectrum, but there definitely were delays according to things that he should have been doing that he was not doing. So from there, I got him early intervention. So in the foster care um, system, every child who comes in under the age of three immediately gets a referral to early intervention. Mm -hmm. 
So when we send out, um, when we refer them to early intervention, a survey is sent out. Where, did you receive the same survey? At his, this was also five years ago, so if you don't remember, <laughs> that's okay. Um, I went through an agency. Um, I know they were asking me questions, and he and people kept coming to the house to have him evaluated. So um, I don't remember doing a survey, but I do remember like answering a lot of questions. So you may have like just completed the survey face to face. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so what preventive services um, and early intervention services did they put in place for him? So when Kevin was first diagnosed, he was to receive speech five days a week for 30 minutes, um, OT for three times a week. Occupational therapy. Occupational therapy, right, for 30 minutes. And the big one which helped him the most was ABA, which is Applied Behavior Analysis um, Therapy, for 20 hours. And that could have been split up um, anytime. And that one, I say, was the most beneficial because not only did it include parts of speech and OT and a little bit of uh, PT, um, physical therapy. Um, the therapist that he had took him out a lot for social, like um, Kat was saying, uh, for social settings. We had to take him out a lot to get him acquainted with being um, outside and and how to behave in social outings. So she took him to, the therapist that he had took him to museums, restaurants, the airport. He was going different places and I was getting jealous. He went to a concert. I was like, what? But, okay. <laughs> I was like, um, you going to see Shaka Khan? Uh, all right, fine. I guess this is happening. But because that was the most and he spent the most time with her. Oh my God, like from... She worked with him. She started working with him in January of 2014. So by then he was uh, 20, lots of 21, almost 21 months. Oh my God. The, when I tell you the words started emerging soon, like eventually he started saying his first words right before um, I had my wedding. And his first words were, was mama. And I broke down crying because I was like, it's finally happening. And so I can tell you now. How old was he? He was two. He, he turned a little bit after two, so maybe almost close to two and a half. Um, he was two and a half when I got married. Um, and that's when he said, he said, mommy, he would say hi, he would say bye. And he, the first time he told you, I told me, I love you. And I didn't have to prompt him. Oh, it made my heart flutter so much, you know? And it's just really amazing. And I have to say, one of the things that his um, ABA therapist did a lot with him was reading. So like now he has a love of learning and he has a love of literacy and he loves books and he loves. And when he was trying to talk and more and more, and I knew he could read, he was reading things off the of TV and I was like, I'm sold. So I'm, I'm grateful for um, all the therapy that I had put into place for him. And we're actually going to have an episode about uh, ABA coming up. So we're going to bring all of this information back to her and be like, so <laughs> Lizette said, <laughs> Yeah, he had an awesome time. And I'm still close friends with her. Like, she'll still call me. When I meet new parents, I'm like, whatever this woman says, do it. Because <laughs> I also was, another thing with having a child on the spectrum, when you get them early intervention, it's not just on the teacher. It's also on the parents as well. So um, my husband at the time, he was very, he did, wasn't, didn't believe that his anything was wrong with his son. I had to sit him down and I had to show him techniques, the same techniques I was learning from the therapist to help him deal with his son a lot better. 
you know, and um, whatever they did in therapy, I just reinforced it. So, okay, you're reading this book, I'll get a different book and we'll do the same techniques. And it worked, you know, oh, you need to get this kind of therapy, um, putty to help with like strengthening his hands. Okay, cool. I'll get the same kind of putty and we'll, and we'll play games with it. You know, things you just, as a parent, you definitely want to encourage don't think everything just falls on the therapist. It should also be on the parent as well. You're also the child's first teachers as well. That looks beautiful. I try. So we talked about that your ABA therapist took him out. Mm-hmm. Um, I took Kevin to his first convention when he was four. Um, so this was after maybe about six months of him being out of early intervention, but he was in preschool. So he was potty trained by the time he turned four, like four years old, completely potty trained. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> um, and I remember taking him to his first convention, uh, which was um, um, Liberty City Anime Convention. And I dressed him up as Steven Universe and I was Lion. And he loved the attention. He truly is my child. <laughs> I'm just going to point out, this was her first of her 15 minutes of fame. Yes, exactly. Um, this my The Lion and Steven Universe cosplay got us third place on the Cartoon Network uh, website. And that's the first time I went viral. So <laughs> I'm still going viral. Oh, sorry. Right. <clears throat> Back to my son. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I took him to um, Liberty City, and it was his first time, and he was taking pictures. I have to say he had a cap. Maybe after four hours, he was done. Like, so was I. I was like, okay, we're good. Like, we, we did this. I know it, it's possible, and we'll try again at a later date. But he did good for his first, his first go around. And it was a small convention, which made it easier for me. So what about New York Comic Con? Are oh, we going to no, Comic Con? No, 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 not until I... I'm just saying... I, no, but... No, nah. Maybe in two more years. I gotta <laughs> so, see I gotta see how he is. <laughs> that works. Um yeah, New York Comic Con is I feel it's overwhelming. It's definitely it's a definitely sense it's a sensory overload, even for me and I know I'm not on the spectrum. But I've like this is like it's a lot to take in and I just have to take a deep breath. And just go into it with my son, I feel like I would lose him in a crowd and I would lose my ish. Right? I can't curse. <laughs> Yay! Yay! I would lose my shit if anything happened to my son. <laughs> New York Comic Con is way too big. It is definitely elaborate, but I just trust me. I do have a huge plan, something big that we want to do together as mother and son. So that's just gotta. It's just gotta take some time to do. You talk about him um, wanting to do it. Yes. So what is he into? My son is into comics. Um, I do read comics to him, but he's mostly the cartoons is what he learned most of his comic knowledge from. So of course, you know, he's a big Teen Titans Go fan. Um, but he sits down and watches quiet you. Um, he will sit down and watch Justice League with me and Young Justice. And sometimes he watches anime with me too, but he's, he's into like the DC comics, but he is aware of Marvel. Um, I'm definitely going to sit him down and make him watch Avengers with me one day. One day. <laughs> one day. One day. One day. But uh, he is, he calls himself the Flash. He says, Mommy, I'm the fastest child alive. I was like, I believe him. <laughs> we, his middle name, one of his middle names is Dash. 
from The Incredibles. Um, when I say we imprinted, we wanted him to be, we want him to be a track star. I'm not kidding. Like his room is decorated with Flash, Sonic, um, any, any kind of speedster. It's on his walls, along with pictures of Michael Jordan, because his father, right? <laughs> and I do want to talk about that because we talked about how at the beginning, Kevin was nonverbal. Yes. I've had the luxury of babysitting. Um, Kevin. Kevin does not know how to be quiet. Love him, but he's his his mother's child. Yes. So <laughs> hilariously, I've had to take him on walks because he came and he went and told me about the stars and he told me about um the planets and he knows all of the planets. Remember, he is six years old and he knows all of the planets. He knows the difference between Pluto and and the other planets. He knows about tornadoes. He wants him a weather maker. Yep. He is consi- he will be the fastest man alive because his name is Dash. That is why he's the fastest person alive. Mm-hmm. Do not tell him anything different. Right. Because he yeah. will fight you on this. Mm-hmm. And he is very articulate. He is more articulate than most six-year-old children that I know today. And I can say, I think, thank therapy for that so much. She's like, I know my child talks a lot. He is his mother's child. You're absolutely right. But I always remember when he was grunting and there were no words. So when I tell him, God, I love the sound of your voice. I really mean it. Like, I wasn't expecting it to be so much. And she's right. Very articulate. He uses huge vocabulary words. And I'm looking at him like, who is teaching you this? What do you know about the word massive and collaboration. Who's teaching you this? Who cares? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I do want. Oh yeah, definitely. And he uses them in the right context. That's and that's key. I'm like, oh, oh all right. Well, I can't spell this word for you. <laughs> yes, I I agree. Although I I don't want him telling his teacher anymore. I will destroy you. I, I really need him to stop saying that. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Nothing in me is surprised by this. But I do want to talk about that you've been a lot, through a lot with Kevin. Yes. And yet throughout all of this, you've maintained that as a cosplayer. Yes. How have you, has cosplay been a support for you throughout all of this? Yes, um, it has. Um, definitely me just dressing up in costumes and just escaping um, from the pressure of like getting everything together in regards to getting his early in- intervention together, getting his schooling together. Uh, cosplay is my outlet. It is my therapy um, to just like go out and just be me. And of course, um, all when I was going through it, of course, I'm always checking in. As Leah could tell you, I'll be calling my house at eight o'clock in the morning um, on when we're out on conventions, just checking in on my child, just to make sure that he's okay. Okay, what's the plan for today? Is he going out with his therapist? You know? So um, I make sure that uh, even though I might be going out and doing my hobby, it is my release. And it's my way for me to um, just get away from the pressure. And then when I come back, I'm back into full mom mode. You know? And you know what? She is truly goes in and out because at cons, I'm the mom. Mm-hmm. 
for the good and the bad, I'm the one chasing her around and not the other way around. I end up being her handler. But, and so, since I'm mom, sometimes, mm-hmm. let's talk about the rest of the cast family. Right. We how how have you built your own community through cosplay? Uh, like I said, um, once I started commissioning my cosplays from Terri Ann um, and me just hanging out with her is when I started meeting more cosplayers and making more friends. And when I tell you, it's been a wonderful feeling these past 12 years to meet all these wonderful people. I'm about to start crying. <laughs> Meeting all these wonderful um, cosplayers and people who were like me or used to be like me. Oh, when I tell you when I used to be introverted, I did not like people. I hated people. Oh my goodness. But when I caught like, well, as I got out of it and became more um, extroverted, that's when I started making more friends. And then, and then I met Terry, who's very introverted, and I love her to death. Then I met Leah, and I loved her so much. Like, when I met her, I, like, I felt her energy, and we had became closer over the years. So I both called them both my sisters, and I love them dearly. And all the other cosplayers that I've met, they definitely um, filled the void of what I have been missing in regards to um, having a clique of friends who were into exactly what I'm into, but also what I used to feel like when I was in my twenties. Um, I'm 39, by the way, I will be turning 40 in six months. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I like meeting all these different kinds of cosplayers and seeing how they are and seeing the kind of excitement they get from cosplaying or what they do for the community. I think it's wonderful. So I think it really definitely, helps me fill the void for what I've been missing in regards to family and relationships. And I've been adopted into um, two more families because of this. <laughs> I have a whole new slew of brothers and sisters and moms. And I appreciate that. So, Guys, she's actually crying. And yeah. I can't find my tissue. So It's over here. I got oh, it. there you yeah, go. Yeah, it came in handy. Yay. Yay. Okay. <laughs> It happens. Tears, tears. I know. I'm so awesome. I do this for you. Mm-hmm. She's falling in love with me all over again. I know. Yes. Uh, You're going to get a hug after this? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, um, no, um, me cosplaying definitely um, wasn't part of the reason why I, I am going through a divorce. Um, just to keep it simple, it's just basically we are two different people. Um, I like attention. He does not. <laughs> and so that's one of the things I had a cosplay themed wedding when I tell you how much teeth I had to pull to get him to participate I was going to kill him <laughs> but I was going to have it you know um, cosplay is has become for these past 12 years something that I just love to do and it, like I said it has been therapeutic for me because I do love the attention that I get, um, even though I was getting attention from everybody, um, it definitely didn't wasn't the downfall or the reason why um, my relationship failed. It's just basically because just comes down to like we definitely are two different people. Like I said, I used to be shy and quiet. I'm no longer shy and quiet. I voice my opinion, and when I want something done, it needs to get done. 
So um, I'm grateful that um, he understands and he is understanding that no matter what we're going through, I'm still going to like go to my conventions. I'm still going to do my cosplay. I'm still going to do the things that I love to do and still come home and be a mom. So we still have a good friendship. And that's the most important thing. Like, we don't hate each other's guts. Yes, it did. Aww. Cosplay is awesome. Lord. (laughs) (laughs) So, obviously, since we're talking about cosplay, I do have to put in my story. Yes. Because we both have similar um, backgrounds into coming into cosplay that we had somebody... Terry Ann, who was like, hey, um, who got you more into cosplay as you saw somebody who could do it and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I worked with Terry Ann um, when we both were working at Toys R Us mm-hmm. in 2011. Oh, thank God I'm all out of that job. But um, <laughs> this is actually how I met Shannon. Um Cat's wife, um, cat's wife, cat's oh husband. <laughs> That's how Sorry, I met. <laughs> That's how I met Shannon, cat's husband, and how I met most of our friendship group. Mm-hmm. Um, was through our job at Toys R Us, and it was a similar story. I did not know how to express myself, so I was very introverted. I didn't speak to people. I didn't maintain friendships because. I didn't think I, I honestly didn't think I was good enough for friendships. I still, you guys should have seen my 30th birthday. It was hysterical. Cause I sat there looking at people like, why are you all here? I didn't know you liked me. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it was very, it was very crazy for me because 2011 didn't think I had, I went to a comic con by myself. Mm-hmm. I, that was a hard fact. I think I went to my first two or three Comic-Cons by myself because I didn't trust people to the point that I could say that I could guarantee that we would go together. If we met there, awesome. But for the most part, I was by myself. Even now, when I go, I rarely like going to meet with people. But last year was the first time I was like, I'm going to Terry Ann's booth. I'll be there. I'll meet you there. We'll be there. If you need me, I'll be here. And like, I knew where I was going. I knew who I was seeing. I knew who I was meeting up with. And that was very different for me. Right. And building a Lacoste family helped me discover my actual family. Oh, dear God. And so, guys, now <laughs> I'm going to have to, we're going to have to post this photo as well. Um, Lizette mentioned that she did a cosplay-themed wedding. And guys, I was a cosplay-themed officiant. Yes, she was. (laughs) So I was the Luna, and I think that was when our friendship first started. Yes, I agree. And it was very different for me because I never had somebody who was that, like, into cosplay to say I'm theming my entire wedding about it. And who was willing to say, I want you to be here and officiate legally, because I am a legal officiant, legally marry um, myself and my husband and um, do it in costume. 
And so I came out fully decked out in the Luna costume and called it a day. Oh, yes. Oh, each of those? Okay. (laughs) Yes. Sailor Melange. Yay. Yay. Yes. Yes. So we we went through a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. I went through a lot. Yes. Yeah, I was. I was still beating. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was still beating. And I was beating and I was beating and I was beating. And it came out really nicely. I still am. My hands were shaking. I think I like developed um, severe carpal tunnel because of it. I wish I was joking, but I've gone to my doctor and they're like, you need to go see a surgeon at this point. That's how bad it got. Because guess who's a gamer? So it's on the computer. Guess who works in foster care? So it's always on the computer. Mm-hmm. And then guess who did single bead beadwork on four different ta- tabards? So yeah, this arm is shot. But <laughs> yes, they are. So we went to BlurredCon. This was this um, that con's second year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a convention based and promoting Black um, cosplayers and Black um, geekdoms and just enjoying being Black. He's snoring. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's like, you know, like snoring in the background. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no! We turned off the fan and he started snoring. Oh my god. I guess I'm babysitting. It's not mine. (laughs) Oh god. But yeah, back to the story. Um, so we started a it started off with a really weird idea because you know everything that has been done, somebody's tried to do a sailor version of it. I feel like there's an unwritten internet rule like, you know how if there's a, a male of it, there's always an opposite ge- gender? Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's the same with cosplay. Whatever cosplay there is, there's probably a Sailor Scout for it. Because mm-hmm. I oh. know that I've seen a Sailor Deadpool. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact that I've seen this one in a Sailor Harley Quinn. Yes. And I've done Sailor Ivy. And you see Sailor Scouts of everything. So, of course, as soon as... The Black Panther came out. I immediately went, hey, hey, guys. Hey, guys. Can I put you in Sailor Scout dresses? And all of my friends went, why? Not me. I I said yes. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) there's always that one. But, um, and they were like, you know what? The less work they have to do, the better. And they all were willing to support me and they all were willing to help help me pay for this endeavor. So it was a win-win for me. Mm-hmm. And it took me about six months to six months of lazy working and 36 hours of extreme working. Mm-hmm. I didn't sleep for 36 hours, mm-hmm. which led to the most entertaining trip to <laughs> Virginia of my life. Yes. Yes. I. Yes. Yes. So we'll talk about BlurCon that day. But um, we enjoyed it. We had a lot of fun. We were a big hit. Um, People were not 
people were not prepared for it. And we didn't know that people weren't prepared for it. So when we came in our full um, regala, people just freaked out, especially because knowing my my best friends and knowing their personalities, I knew which characters to place them in, i.e. we put Lizette in the princess. Because I demand the most attention. I am a princess. <laughs> and I'm the oldest. <laughs> That's what we're going to go with. Yes. So because she is um, usually uh, the center of attention. Always. Usually the center <laughs> of attention. I put her in a Sailor Moon costume. And I also like blended it with the sh- uh, Shuri idea. And she exploded. I did. And she and my other friend are both gorgeous and annoyingly photogenic. So (laughs) they stood out, like, by far. So it was great to have my work out there. And it was crazy to see how many people were in love with it. And it was very panic-inducing because while Lizette loves attention, I don't. So it was, they actually had to stop me from crying multiple times. This is true. Because I don't like attention. And when people started complimenting to me too much, I started crying. I was like, no, stop, stop, stop. No, really, stop. No. <laughs> stop. <laughs> stop making me feel good about myself. And they would yell. They're like, no, keep going. And I'm like, there's actual tears here. Stop it. But that was so far it's gone it's gotten huge it's gotten like i think 2000 shares and 10 and like 50,000 views which is more than i would expect anything that i ever made to ever be seen ever but it, you did an amazing job and i'm really proud of you you did great work uh, but i am and it was also beautiful because we talk about class family and we talked about um cosplay as a coping mechanism and as a support system and this was a moment where two of our friends are not quote unquote not Not cosplayers cosplayers. as (laughs) (laughs) and so it was a lot for it meant a lot to me that they were willing to do it it meant a lot that they were um that they became my support system especially in the last um, 36 hours when I was trying to grind and they were staying up with me overnight to try to make it. And they proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that they'll be there for me. And you don't know that you need to hear that. You don't know that you need to see that until you see it. Mm-hmm. And to introduce two more of my best friends who I'm, again, I was always very untrusting. I compartmentalize my friends. I have a friend who's into cosplay. I have a friend who's into gaming. I have a friend who's at work. I have a friend who's at college. All five are my best friends, but they're all my friends for different reasons. Mm. So when I was able to say, girls, we're doing something and we're doing it together. And they all went, sure. 
And they all came together and said, this is what we're doing. And we're doing this for Leah. And this is in support of Leah. And I was quite shook. And it says a lot because I always use cosplay as a coping mechanism for my stress. Hmm. Sewing is my stress relief. Creating is my stress relief. And to sit there and be like, I have friends. (laughs) Holy shit. They like me. They really like me. Friends. (laughs) I've had to be yelled this. This had to be yelled at to me. Yes. They're like, nobody else would be willing to dress up in this freaking shit unless they liked you. I'm willing to dress up in the the freaking shit. With or without you. I'm just letting you know that now. (laughs) I I buy costumes. (laughs) But again, I think when you develop your support system, you can get through anything from being introverted to being untrusted to having a child um, who's who has some severe needs that you may not be be able to deal with immediately, mm-hmm. and just the stress of no- knowing about it mm-hmm. and finding out about it and. Being able to sit there and say, what do I do? Right. So the ability to take a step back, put on a costume and say, you know what? I'm Sailor Mercury for this week. I'll see you guys later. Exactly. And. But it works. It it definitely, it definitely does. And then I love the fact that I have a son who is not scared of me when he sees mommy wearing crazy colored contacts and and going outside he goes he looks at me i i called him he was in florida when we were in burkhan he was in florida and i had a giant pink and blue wig on and he just looked at me and says oh oh mommy you look like cotton candy i said there you go he says why are you cotton candy he says why can i not be cotton candy yeah fair enough i'm in florida Mm -hmm. mommy i'm like okay and like my son just goes with it he's not scared when I'm wearing costumes, he doesn't get scared of masks. And that's another thing. I'm glad I introduced to him early because, you know, some children have developed fear of, you know, masks and, and, and crazy looks and, and scariness. And my child just revels in it. He laughs. Like, my child watches Sharknado and he laughs. I, my child is weird. <laughs> but I'm glad that my cosplay was able to, like, you know, like me dressing up in these crazy costumes for him to be like, oh, this is that's what mommy does. <laughs> but um, that helps Kevin. That helps you. But what else do you use to help you? Um, in regards to my my stress. Yes, I go to therapy. I do go to therapy. Um, I see my therapist. It was a weekly thing. Um before I decided to end my marriage. Um, Once I made that decision to end it and I got the help I needed to push through, then it became bi-weekly. And now I do a check-in at least once a month just to maintain my mental health. Um, I will not lie. I will be very honest. Um, I suffer from depression, um, a great deal of it, um, to the point where I try to kill myself seven times in my early 20s. Um, And God said, no, I have other plans for you, obviously. And like I said, it's a good thing I have a great support system with the friends that I do have. They helped me see the light 
um, I have a life coach in my life as well, who's also my other best friend from high school, 22 years of friendship. Um, between my life coach and my therapist, it, I'm telling you, it puts me in a really good place. I also suffer from anxiety. My panic attacks are legendary. Um, and I have not suffered from a panic attack in about two months now. So the last time I had an anxiety attack, um, it was emotionally triggered. And I'm just like, nope. I check in with my therapist. I do my ex I do my mental exercises. I exercise as well. Like I said, I'm also a personal trainer. I'm a Zumba instructor. But when I'm not teaching people, I am definitely in the gym hitting the weights hard. And I had a workout session yesterday. I am sore as hell. <laughs> but it was necessary. I needed it. I'm like, school's about to start back up. Let me start lifting weights again. You know? Um, those are things that help me cope with everything that's going on in my life um, from, you know, dealing with a divorce and, and living in New York City and about to be a single mom and, you know, and still making sure that my son has all the services that he needs. I work in the Bronx. My child lives in Brooklyn. So, like, you know, just making sure that everyone is taken care of, making sure there's food on the table and the bills are paid. And I'm trying to finish my college education. It's it's a lot. So, those are my outlets, like cosplay, therapy, exercise, and just playing with my son. <laughs> I think I thank God he's a gamer. Video games also help too. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> that hand-eye coordination. Let me tell you something. <laughs> no problem. I have no issues. Thank you so much for having me. You guys are awesome. I love you. Aww. Aww. Okay, so yes, as Cass said, thank you. If we need you, we'll call you. Yeah, no problem. I'll be here. Um, for my cosplay stuff, you can reach me on Instagram as Sailor Ecstasy. That's X T A S Y. Um, and if you're looking for a personal trainer and Zumba instructor and live in the New York City area, you can find me on Facebook as Celestial Bodies because you know everything has a sailor component to it. Celestial mm-hmm. Bodies uh, personal training, and you can contact me there. Yay! Yay! Oh, yay! We're everywhere. Yes, we are. Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus. We're not on Google Plus, guys. Don't try. No. Please, no, no. Nobody's <laughs> on Google Plus. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for having us. We will see you next time. Yay! yay!